and welcome to The Metals Money and Markets Weekly, brought to you by Mining Stock Daily with exclusive syndication at kitco.com. I'm your host, Trevor Hall, and joining me to recap this week's numbers is the mercenary geologist, Mickey Fulp. Hey, Mickey, it's nice to have you back this week, and I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving day as we uh, now look into uh, the stretch of the holidays. Uh, let's start with precious metals this week because it was obviously very volatile. Gold and silver got hammered hard, but platinum and palladium had nice weeks in the green. Yeah, hammered hard is probably an understatement. Gold lost at one point hundred dollars this week. It come up a bit at the end of the day today, but uh, closed at seventeen eighty eight for a four and a half percent loss. Silver did worse, 2270, 6% loss. This was about extreme risk on in the stock markets. And these drops, especially for gold, happened despite a falling dollar at a two and a half year low. Um, platinum palladium were up as the industrial metals complex is soaring. Um, one thing of concern, I I mentioned this a couple of times in other interviews. Uh, gold has made lower lows and lower highs since its all-time high on August 6th. And that's a very negative chart. Next downside resistance is at $1,720. We'll see what pans out next week. Yeah, it was... Uh... It was a tough one to swallow this week, that's for sure. But uh, I will say there was some there was some buying in the miners, precious metals miners, today, which was kind of a good sign, I guess you might. If there's a little bit of a silver lining to anything about precious metals this week, I would say it might be that. Well, I guess unless you're trying to buy. So uh, uh, we should also probably mention platinum and palladium prices. Platinum closed at 962, up almost 2%. Uh, palladium did better, twenty two ninety two, up four and a half percent. Mickey, let's move over to copper. I was laughing. I made a joke with my wife. We're actually getting some uh, work done in our house, which included some piper, some excuse me, some copper piping. Sure. And I said, ah, well, we just happened to buy that piping uh, copper at a six year high. <laughs> well, it takes a while for that to trickle down as you're probably well aware. So I don't think you've paid another 12 cents per pound of copper, which is what it rose if you bought this week. It closed at 337, up 3.8% on the week. That's seven and a half year high, Trevor. Um, mm. Since a one day at 337 in June of 2013, you have to go really back into well into 2012 to find copper prices this high. Um, a lot of this has to do with uh, the vaccine news and risk on markets. Uh, also of encouragement for a bullish copper price going forward. It is in strong contango front month at two and a half cents. Um, and we also have to tell you that worldwide stimulus and once again, the weak U.S. dollar led to a higher copper price. Yeah, I mean, the backdrop on copper is very encouraging, but it also just makes me shake my head with precious metals, Mickey. It just, it just, it just caught me off guard this week. To be honest with you. Did it? Oh, I'm just happy as a clam with the gold price. I'm hoping it tests resistance because uh, I'll be buying on the dip. 
Yeah, well, I bought I bought it when it hit that 200-day moving average, but that big leg down afterward caught me off guard. So, Well, uh, it is what it is. It is what you it know, is. We hoard precious metals, especially gold, so no big deal. Uh, so economic recovery, optimism, obviously also moved into the energy sector this week. Uh, massive week for oil. Yeah, it really is about these three vaccines that are going to be rolled out at least one of them before the end of the year. Got to give credit to Trump on that with that warp speed program. It worked. And oil closed at 45.52, up over 9% on the week. Fundamentals look strong. Rigs up 11. Production steady or thereabouts at 11 million barrels a day. Stocks, uh, U.S. stocks were down uh, almost uh, 2 million barrels on the week. Imports were flat at 5.2 million barrels, and that equals the uh, four-week average. And refineries got busy last week in preparation for the holiday season. They were up 200,000 barrels per day. Uh, Looking for the oil market, we've got OPEC next week. We expect continuing cuts and our usual factoid from the oil patch, Libya, is now up to 1.25 million barrels of production per day. Uh, that comes after they were nearly at zilch in August. Huh. Fascinating. Uh, Mickey, uh, maybe you got some insight into the uranium spot price, but looking at this, uh got hit hard this week. But going back over the year, I think this is the lowest it's been since March. That it is, uh, but it's still holding in this 29 to $30 range. It's getting towards the low end of that. Uh, closed this week at 29.20, down 2%. And one day this week it did hit 29.05. Uh, moving over to the money section, we'll start with the dollar. The Dixie uh, broke below that 92 level. Yeah, and this is really the big news that kind of drove the market other than wild speculation in the stock market. DXY was at 91.8 for six-tenths percent loss. That's two-and-a-half-year low. Uh, We'd gotten that low before, but we keep testing that. Uh, Ten-year Treasury dropped four basis points, closed at 0.84. Expect a weak dollar going forward. Uh, If we're going to talk about money this week, we also need to talk about euro it was up nearly a percent, closed at 119.7. It's approaching that 112 range, and we haven't seen that. Geez, I'm looking down the board. We haven't seen it at 112 since uh, uh, mid-July. And Looney closed just below 0.77 at 0.7698. Real news from pseudo money this week comes from Bitcoin. It went exponential. It closed at nearly its all-time high on Tuesday, closed at $19,046, and lo and behold, Trevor, it dropped 2,000 points in the last two days. Yeah, it was a, it was a pretty hefty sell-off. It, it didn't necessarily surprise me. Well, um, not when things go exponential. We know no. what they do. They go well, parabolic, exponential. Uh, spikes will always generate a parabolic fall. Yeah, Bitcoin was getting a little bit frothy. Let's just say <laughs> that. <laughs> well, so. 
I consider the whole concept pretty frothy myself. So <laughs> understandable. I you know I made some money off of it, so I'm not complaining. Mickey, uh, the markets. We talked about this real surge in the general markets in the U.S. Um, everything was up over two percent. Uh, let's get it straight from you. Uh, give us those numbers. Dow closed at twenty nine nine ten, up two point two percent on the week. It actually went above thirty thousand on Tuesday for its all time high. S and P five hundred and Nasdaq both closed all time highs today. S and P five hundred thirty six thirty eight, up two point three percent. Nasdaq twelve two oh six, up two and a half percent. If you look at it, though, all five major U.S. indices, and I would also include Dow Transports and the Russell 2000 in that, hit record highs this week. Uh, we're seeing a sector rotation uh, somewhat out of the big techs into industrials, and of course that's reflected by the increase in industrial metals. Uh, VIX was in low 20s all week, and... I mean, what can you say? Party on Wayne, party on Garth, party like it's 1999. The party's on, Trevor. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. <laughs> I got yes, something. For, I got. I got something for you, Mickey. Tesla now has a a, a higher market cap than Berkshire Hathaway. Uh, well. Uh, would you rather speculate or would you rather have your money in a fundamentally strong stock? Just unbelievable. I just wanted to let you know, isn't that, isn't that something? Yeah. And I wonder, <laughs> uh, compared to what third world country it's now exceeded the GDP. Right, right. Uh, it closed. At, we'll uh, give you that country next week. How's that sound? <laughs> uh, Tesla closed at an all time high of, let's see, what was it? Uh, 584 this week unbelievable yeah. all right uh moving up to the venture exchange uh you know despite the sell-off and precious metals the venture exchange really held in there this week well there's a reason cryptos and cannabis they're back <laughs> and the golds aren't golds have fallen considerably uh monday to wednesday we really saw strong volumes of course uh they fell off considerably over the last two days with U.S. markets closed yesterday and a half a day today. Um, you know, the golds aren't doing too well. So we've got a lot of tax loss selling obviously going on. I looked at my junior resource portfolio today and I looked at individual stocks and I looked at their 52-week highs and what they are trading at presently and it's about 50%. So this index is not reflecting what's going on in the gold resource sector. Um, and the buying ops are coming in strongly. I don't remember the ratio of how many equities make up that venture exchange that are in the precious metals sector. It's about 40% right now. Okay. I didn't think it was half, but I, I thought it was pretty close. Yeah. I think the last time I looked, it was actually, I think it was 47% or something. So it's uh, uh, nearly half. And if you in, add in the uh, oil and gas sector, you are above half in that, in that index. Uh, well, before we move on, uh, Mickey, let's give us the numbers of how the venture exchange closed for the week. Yeah, I guess we need to do that. Close at 749, up nine points on the week. 
All right, that's one one point two percent. All right, uh, looking forward to the week. I mean, I'm obviously looking forward to continued digestion of all the food and turkey I ate with my family yesterday. Uh, haven't been able to recover since. But what else should be paying attention to in the markets? Well, I think we should expect more volatility, uh, perhaps the downside in precious metals. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people, especially probably retail investors, speculators that got caught short here uh, with this tremendous fall in the gold price. I mean, we're at one point today, we were uh, uh, down 200 points this month or $200 this month. So um, that market's not going to ease off, I don't think, quickly. Um, we've also got all these draconian lockdowns being implemented by especially uh, on the left and East Coast, blue states on, a, on, an, on either side of the country. Heartland remains mainly open at this point. Um, as far as numbers go next week, we've got the uh, November payrolls. That comes in and PMIs, a couple of PMIs and a bunch of minor data. All right. Thanks, Mickey. Appreciate you. Happy Thanksgiving to you, even though it's a day late. And look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks a lot, Trev. That's it for today's recap on the Metals, Money, and Markets Weekly. You can catch up on Resource Sector News every morning on Mining Stock Daily. Watch, listen, and read Mickey's work at mercenarygeologist.com. And tune into this show over the weekend at kitco.com. Thanks, Mickey. And thanks, as always, to our loyal listeners.